welcome to our fourth episode of Packers Pod Gals Edition. We'll have the usual joining us in just a moment. They should be calling in anytime. Jamie, Patty, and Renee. Thanks for listening. So I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself. Welcome to episode four. Let's go. Jamie? Hi, my name is Jamie. I'm Jamie No Last Name on Twitter or Jamie Cheesebutt. Hello. Patty? I'm Patty. I'm known as PJ Hunter on Twitter. And last but not least, Renee. Yes, very not least. Um, (laughs) um, My name is Renee. My name on Twitter is uh, R-E-H underscore B-E-X-I-I. So, Rebexy. Rebexy. So, what we want to do is um, we had this discussion on Sunday. Um, Patty wasn't in that one, but we had this whole big, long discussion after we had our Packers support group show about comparing why the team goes from awesome to flat and and what maybe the differences were and we had a, it was a really 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 tough time picking and it's because there's a hundred thousand factors with how many guys were injured versus that game this game how many guys on the other team was injured what team you're playing what day it is what the short weeks versus the bye weeks all that other stuff so we ended up um just saying that we wanted to compare our worst game to our best game but then as i was i was telling you guys earlier we did pick that out we said that our best game was against the vikings why uh, or in our worst game against was the Bucks, but the reason we chose that was mm-hmm. the score, right? So I don't know. Um, it'd be really interesting to see someone's opinion, and maybe Jamie, we should put this out on the podcast. Yeah. How do you classify a best game and a worst game playing like the play of the game? Does it is it always the score? Is it always a win lose? Or if you, maybe you played one really good game, you still lost that game, but it was probably your best played game. It's just that the other guy outplayed you, because we picked them by score. So um, what we were gonna do was watch highlights or the full game for of both of those and compare what we thought was different in our victory against the Vikings originally versus our loss to the Bucks. And uh, excuse me. PJ, I know that you had a little – I wanted you to go first because you you kind of got into the conversation about why we picked those games. But it was tough to get into it then because we – I wish she had been on that call because, you know, we, we literally went through all that stuff too. So, PJ, yeah. um, whatever your opinion is, doesn't matter whether you want to talk about that game or other things, but those particular two things compared – and I'm talking about the play of the Packers – like, why were we so energetic, in my opinion, in the Vikings? Why were we so flat against the Bucks, in, in your opinion? Or why was that our best game versus our worst game? You know, something like I'm that. I'm going to kind of say the things that I see, and I, I'll go back to even the previous year. And if you remember, one of the things Aaron Rodgers said after the first game last year, and he got interviewed by, I think it was Aaron whatever her name is, I can't think of it right now, but he got interviewed by her, Aunt Andrews, and the first thing he said is, with a big smile on his face, is, we have a defense. 
And mm -hmm. the defense kind of, if you look at game one against the Vikings, the turning point, in my opinion, was Jair's safety. And if you listen to what Jair said after the game, it wasn't – he wasn't dialed up to go do it. <laughs> he just saw something and he used his instincts and he went in there and he got a safety. And then a couple – plays later, I don't know, it was probably in the a quarter or so later, he had that interception on, um, I think it was Thielen. And they were just big momentum changers, in my opinion, from what I saw. It was like, I mean, the offense just really seems to feed when they see something like that. And the first game that I saw, too, um, Matt LaFleur was using all these new tools he had. He, I mean, he had, mm -hmm. he had um, what's his name? Uh, Dylan, he had um, DeGuaria, he had Jones and Williams. Um, mm -hmm. Then he had all of the receivers were there. He played around with a couple of the tight ends too, um, including, you know, Tom and some of them. Mm -hmm. And it was just nice to see some of those things. And, I mean, then you look at, like, statistics, and it was like, this is unreal, and I don't think it's ever happened before. But mm -hmm. 41 minutes and 16 seconds they had possession of the ball to the Vikings, 18. Yeah, wasn't it, like, some kind of record or something? Or yeah. Yeah, that's and I mean that, that was crazy. huge. That's huge. You don't really do that. That's that's a big deal. The time of possession is. And I mean the the penalties were about the same from what I saw. I mean there was five uh, for Minnesota, but they were only twenty yards, and then there was six for sixty three for them. Uh, for us. And then the, I think the other thing I've seen, and I've kind of noticed it in the last couple of games too, is they give up on Aaron Jones. I keep tweeting, free Aaron Jones. Like, it's driving me nuts. This guy is a beast when he keeps getting the ball. And it seems like they just keep – they're giving up on him or something. I, I don't know. I mean, I know they fed, they faced some good defenses, and the Bucks was one of them, Yeah. The Colts was another one of those. But Aaron just, I mean, you can't tell me the Bears isn't a good defense. And I've seen him run on that defense when he keeps getting the ball to him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with all of that. And one of the, and that's actually a good point that you bring up about AJ, about AJ 33. Um, I've actually seen a lot of people talk about it. And there's some people even asking if there's something wrong with him and that's why they keep taking them out kind of or whatever they do so <clears throat> so but does that if i'm hearing you right what i'm hearing from you is we we were obviously offensively flatter in the bucks game and maybe not the same energy we didn't have well besides the, the fact that they have that a great defense they do but i don't think that his play calling was what I've seen either. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, he really utilizes um, Swerve and Irvin and mm -hmm. 
it throws the defense off. Like, is he getting the ball? Is it going there? Where's it going when he's running <laughs> back there like that? And it's mm-hmm. so fun to watch that. And I, I mean, even this last game, I, I didn't see Irvin being used a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's so play calling has, has something to do. I mean, actually I, I a hundred percent agree with that too. Um, I didn't, that's not one thing that I looked at, which I, that probably should have been one of the things is the play calling, like what, you know, the, the, the play calling in game one through four or statistic, because those four games seemed right about the same, 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 same kind of points, same defense. And then all of a sudden we're going up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, sorry, I didn't want to. Get into all my thoughts on it. I'd rather go into your guys' thoughts. Jamie, what do you think? Well, talking about kind of, well, I'm going to go to what uh, about Aaron Jones. That That's something that's definitely been brought up. And today, specifically, actually, um, I was listening to the pressers and they asked Matt LaFleur if there was something wrong with Aaron Jones. And he said, no, he's fine. So then I tweeted, I quote tweeted Matt, um, Matt Schneider's tweet and I said so what's the issue and a couple people replied to me including Aaron Nagler and there and Aaron Nagler and some a couple of people were saying that what they're doing is that they're saving him for the long run so like they want to mm-hmm. save him from multiple snaps so that he doesn't have higher risk of injury so that when we get to the playoffs or like closer to the playoffs he'll probably get a little bit more snaps so that he can just last a little longer plus I mean have, I like it you know, I, yeah, I like and it and it made sense. I was like, okay, I didn't. That makes sense. Um, but and, but and they're also not replied. putting him out there when they need him. If, if that's what I feel right. Like, that's what somebody else like, that was a counter comment when he was saying, "Well, I'd rather play when to win games now that matter. That's going to help us get there. <laughs> that and, matter exactly." And then somebody else said something. A very good point was that they're probably just testing out how important he is to the offense. And mm. hopefully they can see that his absence is very much felt and how when Aaron Rodgers, when Aaron, Rodgers, when Aaron Jones is part of the offense, he's just, I feel like he energizes the offense as a whole. Like he's just very he productive. And, Absolutely. And he's, he got like 50, he, he only had like 50% of the snaps. I thought, I thought I saw on, on a stat like that. So that's why I was like, so if he's fine, like what is the issue? And I guess they're saying that they're just trying to save him for the long run, which makes sense. But you know, there are some games that we need right. to win to get right. there, you know? So we also need, but at the same, with the same breath, it's like you need the rest of the team to step up. We can't all just, like, lean That's on right. Aaron Jones. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, the Bucks game, honestly, like, the biggest thing is the Bucks defense was just really, really good. And um, let me just kind of throw some some things that the, that the defense did to – to us that day, um, they had She's two interceptions, right five now. sacks, um, a forced fumble, thirteen <laughs> quarterback hits, thirteen uh, quarterback hits. The O line has been pretty ouchie. solid, I would say, the whole season. But that game, they allowed 30, thirteen. You know what? That's hits. true. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. So smart. And so that smart. is the game that David Bakhtiari came down. But the sack and the the. Um, there was sacks before David came out. So I don't know like how much that contributed, but or how many more sacks happened or quarterback hits happened like after David left or came out of the game. But that's a lot of times for Aaron Rodgers to get hit. Yeah. You know, and, and when you pressure Rodgers, you're gonna get him to throw off. And which is kind of what happened. Ah! 
Um, um. But that's like, okay, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying that because honestly, like, you pressure any quarterback, you're going to get him. Like, that's the, the point that the that's defense the wants point. is to, like, get yep. people no. to, like, throw off because you're, getting, you're in their face. You know, you want to, like, pressure them so they're, like – Confuzzled, they're like running away for their lives, and they really can't focus on throwing. Shit, I've like seen some of his best throws pass, off you know? his feet. So, and and it's fine, and he does do that. But like when mm. you pressure any quarterback, no matter how good you are, including Pat Mahomes, right? He's if, when he gets pressured, you're gonna get him to throw off too, because he's throwing interceptions. He's not perfect either, you know. So, and then he they they had also six pass um, defense and six tackles for a loss. So it was just the their defense, like the difference, it was just their defense just really like muffled us. And and one big thing that I have mentioned like before about this is like the importance of momentum. And like when certain things happened, like a fumble or an interception, it I especially for that game, I thought like it brought the morale down of the team and like it, it from like the coach to maybe court Aaron Rodgers where like they just could they lost momentum and they just couldn't get it and then like the momentum switched to the to the Bucks defenses into the Bucks and they were just kind of like holding them down they're kind of throwing off now he Aaron Rodgers is feeling a little bit maybe I mean I don't know I can't speak for him being feeling insecure now but it just you just saw like how the defense just stifled them completely they held them to 10 points the whole game we didn't score after those 10 points really um, which was, I think they were scored in the first half. And, um, yeah, the importance of momentum was just, they just didn't have the momentum. They just couldn't, like, get it back. Um, that's pretty much what I wanted to say about that. Um, and, you know, Tom Brady, and this is why I say, like, look, you saw how, like, effective, like, that defense was. And it get, it boosts up the morale of like the offense. So like, okay, dude, we're like holding them. Yeah. We're hold our defense is holding this this offense. Let's and it just it just gives like an opportunity for the offense to to get something going on their end. You know. Um, yeah. Let me see one last thing that I wanted to say about that. <sighs> so many things that that happened that happened on there but like the biggest thing i feel like that really hurt it was just the fact that their defense was a lot better than ours and just they played really well they pressured us a lot <laughs> they yeah, did i sure all those things and they had no penalties like we did i remember how we had like a couple penalties that hurt us but um they they we we were expecting a million uh freaking penalties like i remember talking when we were previewing this game that they were like the most undisciplined team because they had a bunch of rookies. They were like new and they were, they had all these like offensive penalties, like all these kind of penalties in the previous games. And then our game, they like had zero penalties and penalties definitely affect the game. So that's what I. Amazing. And I agree with all of that too. Um, And, and, and once again, we saved the best for last, which is Renee, but me, and uh, Jamie, I'm not sure. I didn't really do my homework, and uh, Renee did the homework. So, Renee, what are you thoughts? Oh, I, oh, I did the homework. Like, I have seven. I have seven pages of notes from both. I love games. it. I love it. I love it. I like, I went. I love that. it. I watched play. I watched play by play, counting who was on the line, who was in oh, the line. That is like. Lineback position, how far they were. Oh, oh please, teams. please, Renee, the analyst, oh. please. I bow, please. <laughs> but 
I kind of did a, I did like a little summary and then we can unpack it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the Vikings verse, Vikings verse, uh, the Packers. So why the Packers won Rogers and Adams equals power squad, literally, right? That That's like that. They connected a lot, but also again, the run game, um, statistically, they were pretty much, I mean, for passing, they had 364 yards and rushing, they only had 158 for, for that game, which is crazy passing numbers that's ridiculous um and they crushed they crushed it but the reason why the vikings lost i feel because their defense was actually doing fairly decent in the first half until around the end of the first half when they started to fall apart because the packers were really taking over that clock and just wearing them out like crazy it wore it wore them out like 40 40 almost 42 minutes to 19 minutes that's crazy numbers mm-hmm. um and looking at how um let's say uh rogers had little they the o-line was able to stop the pressure from him even though he had two o-linemen out um in the like from injuries in that game and they were still able to keep the pressure off and the i'm not gonna lie the vikings defensive line is not actually bad they're not they're not awful so to like kind of compare, like kind of think of that that they were able to keep them back and allow Rogers to do what he does in the pocket and back there to kind of sit there and look out on the field and make his decision and throw. I think it was a really yeah. Good, they were giving him time. Really he had time to scan exactly. the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and because of that, Vike, um, Rogers was able to take the time to see the loose coverage in the secondary from the Vikings to actually throw to people who he knew for a fact were like, there's some tight passes, but like he knew he's like, okay, that I know for a fact, they're going to catch it. They're going to like this. I know this person and this is like, this is going to be a for sure catch. So like, but here's the thing when you flip that to the Packers versus the Bucks game, the offensive line was unable to protect Rodgers in the pocket or in the backfield. People, the linebackers were just coming straight up the middle, unblocked. Like, I counted, like, almost, like, four times they got in his face. Just two of them, the the linebackers, like, right off, like, back behind the line, they came straight up the middle. And Williams, um, a few times, had to block. But, obviously, there's two of them, so he can't block two of them. So he had to pick one. And the one he didn't pick, either way, they would have gotten to Rodgers, which they did. Um, even on the left side, Bakhtiari did completely miss somebody, and it was just a full-on sack on Rodgers. I was like, ooh, that, that okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to watch that again. Was that Bakhtiari? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm a, it makes me a little sad. But also, <laughs> defensively in that game, they were they were doing a four they were showing a four or five man rush, but every time the play started, they dropped two people back. And then they only do a three-man rush. And I'm like, you're letting Brady go into the pocket and have all day back there. They had six men on the line defending Brady. And the fact that you had more Packers back in the secondary and uh, block, like defending de- like receivers, they Brady was still able to get the pass to them because they're playing such a loose secondary. They're always like one step behind them. And if you watch the Bucks when they were defending us, they were right on top constantly at the line before like before they hiked the ball all the way up to when the play was done and they were like they the Packers they just didn't seem as aggressive they were almost standing upright in some plays back when like the Bucks were on the one yard line our linebackers were back three yards into the end zone so the 
by the time Brady handed it off to the running back, they had to take that step up three yards. And by the time they got up to the running back, the running back was already across mm. the plane. So I'm like, so what, what, why are you all the way back there? Mm. So it was, it, some of the plays seemed a little, I want to say loose. That's like the best way to describe it. The Vikings Packers game was tighter, aggressive, and just mm. kind of mm-hmm. hung, they were hungry for it. Yeah. And it's also a division rival. So yeah. Yeah. And Green Bay Bucks, they were just um, not even even in the plays where we got even when we got the ten points in the first quarter, it the when you're watching the game really condensed down, it doesn't seem like that much of a difference. We actually had we had more higher possession of time in that game. 31, 31, 37 to twenty eight, twenty three. Um, I love that uh, you know that. What was it? But and that's really interesting. Plays, well, the plays, we had 61 plays. They had 63 plays. But here's the thing with the yards. We had 201. They had 324. Um, passing, we had 107. The Bucks had 166. Rushing, um, 94. And then they had 158. So, like, with their rush that they did was that our, our linebackers stand um, three to five yards back from the uh, defensive line. And – when by the time they make that decision, they make the decision almost a second too late to go for to like really point out the find the run, mm. the runner, and the, the fact that it's a run play. And they make that decision one second almost too late when and the Bucks actually brought since they had six on the offensive line, they had one lineman rush through to block the linebacker and allow that runner to run through again. So they had almost this lane that was like two rows back. And I was just like, and we never did that. We had about five people on our O-line most of the time. And not as much blocking. And it just, honestly, that O-line that game, it I was watching it, I was like, wow, that is, it was so sad to watch that. Cause I was like, wow. Yeah, they get beat up a lot. <laughs> I really think that, I really think that was the biggest factor was the line and the drop passes mm. oh my god the drop mm. passes mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. there was so many like there was at least one one play would have been almost 50 yards to mvs Aww. that was just 50 yards right there yeah, that we was a rough been, game for him we would have been actually passing wise if we completed the passes we would have had at least i want to say another 100 yards more than the bucks had if those passes were caught mm. there was ones where people nothing. were wide open wide open so mm. people would cut up and then they would they would cut up and then they cut left into the center or they cut up and they cut right to the center in between the line of scrimmage and the first down and the bucks even no one was near them no one all the secondary was back all the people on the line were trying to uh focus on rogers and then there's person in the middle rogers would throw a pass right to their chest or right at their helmet and right out of right through their hands, like and I've seen these same players catch those amazing like bullets from Rogers and they just dropped them. You're like, oh no. Yeah. So it that was I'm not sure why they dropped it. We'll have to ask them, but probably we'll never be able to ask them. But that's kind of my biggest thing was was really pressure versus no pressure was the biggest mm-hmm. factor on both sides of the ball. 
for both. God, I wish our defense was look like at that. so mm-hmm. I, and she Renee just had gave me that made that me think about this realization of something. I had a light bulb pop on top of my head. Um, I had a, an epiphany. So we were basically discussing what was the b- biggest difference of the two games. And like, I heard all of you guys is valid. Everything you guys said is valid. Everything. Okay. But this is what stuck out the most for me. And I didn't really think about it in terms of, um, even though I, that's specifically what I was trying to do in terms of our play, our side of the ball, not necessarily their side of the ball, but our side. So if you look at the first four games, Vikings being the uh, the best one based on score, um, not necessarily our best play. Who knows? We'd have to talk about that in another. That'd be a whole other discussion. Um, but what Renee said that stuck out, and I heard actually heard one of you other somebody else bring it up too. Um, maybe both of you. The pressure on the quarterback, okay? And, and I just want to <laughs> state what I said. is First of all, Aaron Rodgers is perfect. Don't ever tell me he's not, okay? Second of all, um, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the top five quarterbacks that is better under pressure than most, if not the top three even. And I'm not saying that he does Pressure on anybody is going to make you run and stagger and go, oh, well, you know, shit, shit, shit but he's better than most under pressure. Like he's better than Mitch Trubisky under pressure. Yeah. He's better than Kirk cousins under pressure. He's better than Drew oh, yeah. Brees under pressure. If that makes sense, you understand? Like he's the, I'm not saying he's great under pressure, but he is considering. And then yes. the second thing is, is that the, the, the O-line and that's the truth because I remember in that game with the Bucks specifically going, what the fuck happened to our O-line? Like where the hell are they at? Like, he didn't have any time. He had no time to scan the no field. Time. And then, yeah, he's going to make bad throws because he can't – He he's just – he's got to throw it. He's going to – I've heard him say it before. I tossed it. I, I knew somebody was there. I didn't know exactly where they were at. I threw it in that direction, and I'm just hoping, you know, because why? Because someone's chasing his ass, and he's got to sidearm it down from the right side mm-hmm. of the field to the left side, you know, to get it to somebody who's actually open or not double or triple coverage or whatever it is. Because obviously the defense was all fucking over us in the Bucks game, like all over us. I mean, they were just like, I mean, they were really good in our offense. Not, not that they were flat, but they weren't the best, but they weren't the best because they couldn't be, they couldn't stand up against the defense because the defense made, maybe they read us. Maybe we were too predictable. Maybe the play calling was too predictable. I don't know. You know, um, like that would be interesting to think, you know, the play calling of the two games. But the offense line in the first, the, the O-line in the first four games in the games that we were doing really good on have typically actually been the best. And the games that we haven't been so great on, Aaron Rodgers gets touched more or pressured more, obviously. Okay. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we, it, obviously other games, there's some injuries, things like that, other factors, but I think the O-line in my head, that's what clicked. was like, well, shit. Honestly, that was probably, in my opinion, the worst game for our O-line to date. Yeah. I I, have a question for for Renee, since she kind of looked at all of this. (laughs) That, that, That was the game that Billy Turner got beat like a drum. Now, Billy Turner, he started the Viking game at the right tackle. Mm. And I'm wondering if 
he was inside on that game. I just remember he got beat a lot. I don't even know. Did they move him? Did they move him to another yeah, position? I'm, Renee, did you? I think he played tackle. Oh, well, we could talk about that shit. Let's talk about how they're not putting the players where they should be. Mostly our defense, obviously, but maybe the O-line did get moved or shifted. What was he playing that yeah, day? Yeah, do you know what position where, he was, was playing he? that day? Renee, because you know you watched oh. all the games. We're just like, <laughs> Renee the analyst. That, <laughs> either that or he, he came back from two games of playing tackle and then had to go back out or playing guard and then having to go back out to tackle. Mm. And because it was really interesting. I had listened to, I don't even know who it was, but they were, I, I think it was Mark Tauscher actually. Uh, he was talking about how difficult it is to play inside and outside mm. in the footwork and how you have to move and how like they really need to pay. Everyone keeps saying pay um, Bakhtiari. And it's like Elton Jenkins is the first player in Packer history to play all five. Yeah, positions. dude, he's pretty and cool. He's only in his second year. I got second my eyes year, on and him. And every time he moved, he, he was great. So we got ourselves a Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, Turner, he was playing right on the Vikes games. Where on the Vikes game? Where was he at? He was on left. Um. No, that's Bakhtiari. I think he was on the right yeah. outside. So did his position yeah, he move? Right. He was. A, he was on the right. Both okay. Times, so right? I mean. Then he's came off of the double back-to-back -back tackle games because he played tackle before that. Yes. So, um, I mean, he was uh, – Turner was matched up with um, – what's his name? Uh, Barrett. Yeah. He had um, – I'm trying to find my numbers here. <laughs> I'm all for this, just waiting for all these, because she's got like pages of stuff. I love that. I, 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 I did not do that, and I should have, but I was trying to do highlight to highlight, like highlight video from one game to another one, and it, and it confirmed everything, everything you guys have all said, but it wasn't in detail and didn't make me think about some of those things. Yeah. Um, what does it say? I mean, he... Barrett didn't have as much performance as like David uh, White, David C. Davis, uh, Pierre Paul. Like they all had like tackles or sacks, and they were they were in Rogers' face. And a lot of the linebackers who were back behind the line, like I said, they rushed up the middle. Or if they they looked like they're going to rush up the middle, so then the lot, the offensive line kind of jumped towards the – they almost kind of clustered to the center, and then the two edge rushes would come in and they would just take out Rodgers. And it's like mm. for us it was either one or the other. And with and if we added that one extra player versus like the Bucks, they handled it very well, I believe, because they, 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 they even said announcing for the game, they're like, oh, looks like the Bucks have brought in another offensive lineman for to protect Brady. And it seems to be like – Working for them, I was like, I was just thinking that. Like, I, I was like, these mother, I think it was, who called that game? <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Um, I was like, wow, Beavis and Butthead actually said something good. No, it was um, Romo. Was well, it was? 
for the no, 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 no. You're right. It was it was Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Dumb and like, dumber. I, I, hearing. He- <laughs> Stand those motherfuckers, oh. dude. <laughs> the Hall of Fame. I can't. I can't. But like oh, looking, at, like even like looking at so like the so the two inter two interceptions. Obviously, one of them it very clearly bounced off of yes. Adam's hands. He yes. had it, but it just bounced literally right into the chest of the. An unfortunate timing. Also, like all bullshit aside, it just yes. was like what yeah. the like. Yes, that one was like it. It was just going to happen. But he also was in double, double coverage. Like, there's two people on him. So then... Um, Isn't that the play the where What's-His-Face was open on the other side of the field, too? Uh, uh, there was somebody that was wide open, because I remember someone tweeting about it. They're like, why wouldn't he throw it to that, you know, to him? Why is he throwing to Adams? Why is he targeting Adams? I think I think, I think that was the one before. Oh. So the second one, because this was right up the middle, this one. Um, the first one was just a pick six. Um, oh, that hurt he, my heart. So, yeah, that hurt my heart too. Um, so that one, I watched like like twenty times over. I was like, okay, what exactly happened there? So Rogers was the pocket was collapsing in. Rogers <gasps> a little panicky, but Adams runs out. He runs a good route, but that um, that cornerback was right yeah. on him. He was a half arms a length yeah. away from him at yeah. all times. Yeah. So the second. The, and then the player wasn't watching. I forget who it was the player wasn't watching Adams really. He was trying to keep in his, you know, his half arms length, but he was watching the ball. And the second he saw Rogers release it, he took a half step in front of Adams and he got it right there. Mm. So I was like, oh, that I was like, honestly, that one was kind of a little. That was very much on Rogers. Um, but also, I mean, that like defender my, my, watched him. That defender read him like a book. I, that's how I feel like yeah. that's what he did. Yeah. And Rogers and didn't a lot see of the him, penal- you know. Like, yeah, yeah, and a, and a lot of penalties in that game were from our cornerbacks not defending the ball. They were just trying to. They never turned around to look at it. There was even in the in the Vikings game, um, Jair when uh, Thielen got his uh, touchdown reception. If Jair turned around like a yard before, he would have had hands on that ball, and like the score for the Vikings game would have been lower. And same with the Packers and Bucks. There was like, even with Gronk, I know Gronk is like, he looked like a fucking monster towering over our cornerbacks. <laughs> but if the cornerbacks just turned around and played the ball without, instead of just trying to like, you know, hop on the defender for whatever reason, because you get a call for that, don't do mm-hmm. that. Um, if they just turned around, they would have had the ball because they were in actual good coverage there. And if they turned to play the ball, they, w- they could have actually had it because they were in front of the player but they just weren't aware of where the ball was. Mm. So it was a little sloppy. What, was that the game with J.K. Scott's, uh, the one where we were all like, why didn't you grab him? Like, what game was that with J.K. Scott? Where that Was the, was that the Bucks game? That, that's last week's game. That was, yeah. The game before this Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't the Bucks. Sorry, Jamie, what were you going to say? I, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Somebody, Jamie was going to say something. I cut her off. No, Renee. Oh, Renee was going to say something. Well, I finished my thought, actually. It was just like that. Oh, yeah. That It was just, it was just uh, compared to like the Vikings versus uh, the Bucks. It was, like I said, it was loose. It was just like looser, like not as tight coverage. And just, it was even just like a half step down in sloppiness. 
But is that because of the oh, other sorry, thing? Sorry. I, the other thing I saw in there was that pet and stupidity oh, come well, out yeah. twice. You keep talking about why is Preston back there? Well, in this game, he pulled Kenny. Oh yeah, out he of sure the did. And and he's back there playing. I'm like, what the hell is this? I mean, you got this. You just paid this man all kinds of money because he's a big guy who can put pressure. Yeah, why in the, the middle fuck is he in coverage? Him, what What are you doing? <laughs> like that's what I. That's like what I said. It was just like they showed like a four or five man rush, and then suddenly when the ball's hiked, two to three people yep. step back, and you're like, "What are you doing, sir?" Like, like, uh, sir. The, the times that we were sir, successful, sir. successful on defense in the first quarter was when we kept the four or five man rush and uh -huh. we were closing in on the pocket on Brady. And the second exactly. we did get we did get close to Brady in the pocket in the later court in like the other quarters was the times that Brady's ball was wobbly and just not accurate at all whatsoever. The second we got even slightly close. But if we drop back, he was able to throw it because he's like, okay, I can take my time and I can throw the ball correctly. <laughs> oh my God, Brady's Brady's under pressure throw ball is just as wobbly as when he runs like a baby giraffe. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Jamie, I think you were trying to say something. No, no. I so, I mean, everybody, honestly, everything was great points. And I think it all ties down to, we understand the Bucks had a, a great defense and our offense was, you know, they were just under pressure too much. It was too much for them. And, but does that, that also, so, okay. If that was our flat game and it's because the defense was so good and our O-line couldn't hold up with the same players, it, that, that then becomes a problem for us later on because the more, the further on we go and the defenses that we meet, we don't need them to lay that same, you know, like there, then that means that you need to change something. And honestly, I'm, I don't, I don't think our offense has a huge problem. Obviously our defense is and putting any big guys. And if you, I'm not, I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm like looking at the TV going, why the fuck is Preston's big ass, Kenny Clark's big ass, you and, and then you get mad at them. Everyone's like, well, where's Preston? Why isn't Preston showing up? Well, let's look at where Preston's at. Preston's too big to be trying, trying to run down a wide receiver, and he's too big to try to run in and grab the runner who's now taken off because he's got them little short-ass legs, and he's gone. And Preston's big ass, too big. You're, you're running him back and forth too much. You're tiring him out. You need to put him up front. Yeah, they're, they're dropping him back to where Barnes and, uh, like, Kirksey are, which they're, that's their job. Exactly. Doing that, it's wrong. So like, and he's, and I know like a lot of teams, they have three in the position of Barnes and Kirksey. And I feel like this is kind of what I'm thinking, uh, Petten's stupid processes, but he's trying to like mm -hmm. make like Preston Smith kind of that's do that. That's not going to work. Like, he's not the one to, he's not, he's not the one. He's to too big that. for that. He's too big exactly. for that. You need someone, you need someone who can like either read the run or can make a very quick decision and like Pre we need like, to go back to the Smith brothers. Let's go back to the defense yes. with the Smith brothers because well, it seems like it's Z and 
Rashawn well, Gary yeah, they could do that too. That. I understand, but we never, ever, 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 and I'm going to say ever a hundred more times, put a three man rush. Never, because a three man rush never produces the results. I do. You're, that's the definition of fucking insanity, especially on Tom Brady and any team. A three man rush is stupid. I put because every time we put a four man rush up, I'm not saying every time. Let me take that back. More of the time, when we put a four or more man rush with a wider back, with somebody in the middle, we're going to we're going to stop that. It's going to be easier. And I don't know about the. I really don't know what the deal is with the run because they seem to run on us no matter what rush we do. But like, because our linebackers are I, so far back. Uh, yeah, too. Yeah, I yeah. Have a, Sorry, I have a question to ask mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Last year. The big complaint was Blake Martinez. Mm. Oh my God. I thought Isn't that why yes. they got rid of him? And they <laughs> said because. But it was my point is. Entirely. Ding, ding, they ding, wanted ding. to blame him, him for everything, mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. coverage mm-hmm. and everything. So they went out and they picked up Kirksey, and that's what he was supposed to be doing. And he's not. And granted, yeah, he's been hurt a lot, but they also drafted. Martin for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Also been hurt. And they're not using you know, the men right. right. They've all, they've been. They're not using the talent right. I'm sorry. That's. I mean, I I think that the best combination back there would be um, Barnes, Martin, and Kirksey. Yeah. If that's what you're trying to do, is cover yeah. with them, and then putting Preston where he succeeds, which is from yeah. the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and good at like, that because he's a big dude, man. He's gonna run, and when he gets his momentum, you you've got him out in the coverage where he has to run routes. He's not a fucking he can't he he, he needs to go sh- not straight line, but like when you're talking about edge rush, right? So he's it's he, he's a a, exactly he's a B line like bam, I, I got my eyes on you, boy. I'm coming for you. When you're out there, that means you have to see you have to feel okay. Oh, oh shit, he's there. Oh shit, now he's not because he juked me. And I'm too big to make that kind of turn. You know what I'm saying? He he's not being used properly. And until he's used properly, I don't know what that is. I mean, I don't know exactly what that is because we haven't seen much of the greatness of it, except for last year. But when everybody talk about don't blame, and you are exactly right, Jamie. They blamed Blake. I liked Blake until he, he was a little snippy about things that he said. But you know what? I feel like he was hurt. I feel like he had his feelings hurt. So He's yeah. doing well. He sure is, and that's yeah. why he's yeah. showing yeah. people I mean, he's that you still know probably leading tackles. So you done fucked up. They were saying that he was just too too slow, or he was too dropped back. Well, maybe that's where they were freaking. They were dropping him back. In yeah, you can't... like blow. Like maybe that was his assignment. They were I mean, they were making him productive. being like the only linebacker back there, kind of doing everything, and while the other ones were just kind of chilling there. Exactly. I think the weakness with our defense is there's not somebody to compliment. Kenny, they mm-hmm. keep throwing in those Another other three league. guys are just, they're just not getting that pressure. You're looking at Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster, um, Martravius Ben um, Adams. Those, you're not hearing those three names because right. they're not, they're not no. doing their, in my opinion, that's, that's the weak spot on the team right now. The defense yeah. is obviously the weaker. We, I mean, that's been for years. But, I mean, it's just that – and, you know, I actually – I changed my mind. I had originally thought to myself in the first beginning of the, 
the the game. And I think it's because I had I was kind of um, finessed by the by the offense. So I was kind of like, oh, the defense seems better, but it wasn't the defense. It was the offense was so great that I was just thinking the whole team's great. So I was kind of giving the defense a little more credit. And then as I'm realizing when the offense has pressure against a good defense, the defense is supposed to be our fallback. They're supposed to stop them from getting those points so that our offense doesn't have to be a monster. You know what I'm saying? So, and then the defense can't do that. And then I'm seeing, oh shit, well, there it is. There's the problem. But again, Mm -hmm. we, we have a shit ton the talent you know i mean the size mm-hmm. of the guys the what they're special at move him around he seems to want to keep doing yeah. the same shit every time even though he says out loud whatever that didn't work i i know what's gonna happen no but they know you now they know you these teams know you too fucking well you know like i actually gave him the the benefit of the doubt until this year like i'm done he's had his time i personally think he's just not i don't know but also that brings to light, like some other people said, do, do you then hold Matt LaFleur somewhat accountable? Because isn't he supposed to be Penton's boss and tell him, look, man, like we see that there's a problem. Uh, why aren't you correcting it? Or how can I help you correct it? Or is it Petten going, hey, I know what I'm doing. Don't tell me. I mean, is that not, isn't, isn't LaFleur his boss? I mean, isn't that? Yeah. Well, like, in looking, thinking of last season versus, like, these two games, at least, like, the Bucks game, like, our, the, the pressure is not on the quarterback like it was last year. But then also, um, the, the secondary seems to be pushed back further for some reason, thinking as if they're yeah. all defend, they're always defending an Aaron Rodgers, but they're not. And if you're not getting the pressure on the quarterback, the quarterback any quarterback really we're kind of giving them all the time in the world in the pocket and like a nice comfortable pocket. They can sit there and they can make the throw that they need and really focus on the throw that they need because that's what they need is focus. Um, and the cornerbacks are also in like the secondary is not really, I know Jair, he's doing a pretty awesome job at this, but like the rest of them are kind of playing very loose coverage and kind of not the best defense. They're just not watching the ball. They're just watching the player. They, they're, like not even not even tackling, like looking at the plays, play by play, and not having the time in between. Just looking at the fundamentals of like how they're defending. They're just watching the player. Their back is turned to the ball. You don't do that. But then also like they're they're playing a very loose secondary, and that's not what you do when you give the the quarterback so much time in the pocket to just dick around back there. <laughs> to dick around. And that's putting it. That's putting it nice. <laughs> <laughs> to dick around. But like that's. <laughs> but literally, they're they're. And then when when you're doing that, like you gotta you gotta be on top of your defender, and you gotta know where that ball is and your player yeah. is. You can't just know where the player is and just say, "Oh, I'm in your face." Yeah, stop that, dicking no, around and pay like, attention, dick. Rush the ball. Come just on. Eyes in the ball and just swarm yeah. the ball. That's all yeah. we're asking for this defense. Mm-hmm. That's your job. Swarm consistency. The ball. Consistency. Consistency. Motherfucking yes. consistency. And that's what happened with the Vikings game is that we were collapsing in on the pocket on Kirk Cousins. Because he sucks team. ass, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like they, and like you, any, like I've watched Brady through the years and in for the Patriots is that every time if anyone was able to get pressure on the pocket and make him kind of like like wobbly stutter a little like a giraffe he done he done fucked up (laughs) like he I mean they still they still actually passing wise um 
passing wise, uh, the Vikings still got more yards in for the passing game, but the run game, they o- the Vikings only got, I think it it's 24, 24 yards less. So like it's still numbers wise, there's only four point difference defensively. Numbers talk a lot of times when you think about something that you see and the perspective that you see it in, right? When you're watching something, when you go back and watch it without your emotions, because your emotions are really high during a game, you go back and watch it and look at the numbers and you're like, that's, that's why we asked the question. Does a good game necessarily mean, or your best game mean it's by score or how you played the game? So, I mean, when you're really looking at these two games, the biggest difference is is because, oh, the offense wasn't there, like, wasn't an elite offense suddenly and suddenly. That O-line was like, trash, oh, man. Wow, that wasn't, that wasn't good. What just happened? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You're, we can't rely on the – everyone's like, <laughs> I, I get with that game. Everyone's like, defense, defense, but it's just like, also, like, we can't always, like, we're always relying on the offense. That's right. And – we have to. It's a team effort. Like, it has, defense, to be. has to be. Statistically, on both statistically on both games, very close defensively. When it comes, like even, actually in the in the Vikings game, yards per pass was nine point two. Then yards per pass for the Bucks game was only five point. Oh, interesting. Yards per pass. <laughs> it's and then yeah, yards. That per- goes back to what you were saying about how the Bucks were playing tight secondary mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the vikings had two rookies right. playing oh yeah that. they don't know exactly that's the whole point though there's so many extra factors about whether that's a good or a bad or if 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 really and honestly but okay but let's say i'm gonna say a statement right now that i hate to say but i'm gonna say it and i don't want to even agree with my own self so it pisses me off But if we don't change something in our defense and we don't have consistency in our offense, we are not, we are going to, we are going to do the same thing we did last year. I think we're going to make it in the playoffs and we're going to make it through the first rounds. I I hate to say this. Oh my God, my break, my heart tears. We're going to end up in the same position. So because they're doing, they're not, they're, it's a great team. uh, The offense is beautiful. Rodgers is now putting up the Rodgers stuff, right? Rodgers is being Rodgers. The offense is still sort of holding up, but it's falling flat still against a really tough defense every time. And 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 the, but that they don't have to. If the, our defense was putting as much energy or used properly or coached different, I don't know, play whatever it is. If they don't change it, <laughs> we're gonna make it, but we're gonna fall flat. One more time. We're, it's going to be the same shit because it's the definition yeah. of insanity. We've been doing this shit for years. We make it all the way into a certain point, and then we, we fall flat, and that's why everybody's talking shit all the time. Like They're just like, well, this is what we expect. It's already happening. Here we go. The same shit. Because in the first four games, our team finessed the fuck out of our asses, made us think that they were like this. I don't know, powerhouse, like, oh, shit. I mean, I was like, ooh. And then when they lost, we were like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, uh, uh, wait, like, I don't understand what happened, oh. you know? And then you got PTSD because every week it's up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But consistently, the one thing that is consistent, which is the very, very saddest thing, is the defense. You can almost always blame, put more blame, sorry, more blame, on that side of the ball consistently than you can on the offense. 
Now, offense against a good defense, I don't know who we really blame for that. Like, you know, Bucks had a great defense. They read the fuck out of our offense. They they completely obliterated our O-line consistent. How many touches? 15? They touched them how many times? But that was the only game, a right? Lot. Even since then, games that we've lost, it wasn't like that. It wasn't because the O-line failed. You know? Yeah, and when you look at it, the Colts were the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah, they had a really good defense, too. And look, I mean, yes, we lost. Yes, we lost. But that that game was almost, almost match for match, dude. They didn't play any better than we did in that game. And we didn't play any better than they did. No. They they won by a field goal. They made halftime adjustments. They, it, exactly, and we didn't. And our adjustments actually, I don't know why we came out flat. We obviously picked it back up. It's things that happened. And it was a, I don't know how you guys look at it, but I was like, okay, so we had the first two quarters. We kind of didn't have the third quarter. And then it, halfway through the fourth quarter, we took it back. So it was like almost 50-50 for me. It could have gone either way, obviously, because it was an overtime and, uh, you know, sudden death. So we both had that shit. Like it was, I'd be interested to know the numbers on that game. Time of possession, uh, yards, the defense, how much they held versus, so, um, you know. Yeah, like I'm looking at it now. The Colts had uh, 35 minutes of possession. We had about 20. Interesting. Minutes. And then like. Yards wise, just overall, we the Packers had three sixty-seven. Wow, four twenty. But if those are big numbers. It, like, the number of plays, yeah, they're both right. big numbers. And when looking at uh, yards per pass, like Packers seven point seven, Colts seven point six. Rush uh, yards per rush three point seven, Packers Colts three point eight. That's really interesting. Those numbers are really interesting um, when it comes to because, like I said, to me that still tells me that there it would basically it was play for play. It could have gone either way. It was a it was to the death to the death basically. Right it to was the neck and neck so, the yeah. entire time. So, yeah, we played a little shitty sometimes, but so did they. You know, like, they were shitty, we were shitty. They were shitty. We were good, they were good. We were good, they were good. So it was like, that's why I guess that game, like, it hurts to lose, but I got over it really quickly because I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's not crucial. It's not critical. You know, hate to lose it, but we, you know what? We, we, we say we're going to lose some games, right? We're not going to go undefeated. We already knew that, so... If it's got to be one of those, I'd rather it be that one than a later one. But if we don't make those adjustments now, <laughs> I'm scared. And I'm not usually scared. But you know what? I want a Super Bowl so bad this year, I can taste it. I want it so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. I want it. I want it for all them, for Aaron Rodgers, to be honest with you. that's I want it for him. But yeah, so, oh my goodness. this is yeah, I'm all hyped up now, you guys. Like, it's only Wednesday and I'm all like... <laughs> Go back, go! Let's go to a game right now. Um, so we, uh, I'm sorry, but we're we aren't really running over time necessarily because we didn't get started for about a half an hour. So if you guys are still in, um, I have some questions from Twitter that I can throw out for us to talk about. Sure. So That's I'm cool. gonna put this one out since since it's Bears Week. Boo! Oh, sorry. Boo. Wait, Boo. <laughs> this question comes in from Justin Martin. Um, he says, since it's Bears week, what's your favorite Packers memory against the Bears? Patty? So many. Mm. I know, that's a NFC championship game in 
BJ Raji. I mean, <gasps> yes, everything oh was for all the marbles. I'm I mean, dancing the, like him right game now. Doesn't hey, get any bigger? Yeah, do the Raji. Do the Raji. Hey, do the Raji. Love that. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's an amazing one. I love it, Jamie. And between that one and the one where Cobby just takes off and has like a little, he like He's, jumps a defender and then just it's goes Randall Cobb I don't again. Know how many yards that was. <laughs> it's Randall, not Randall Cobb. The, the one kid, no, no, Randall Cobb. Yes, Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb again. again. Love it. God, and that just makes me like miss him. Uh, he can still be productive for us. I feel bring bring him back. I I am a big bring back mate. Clay Matthews and I know, Randall Cobb advocate. So I go against definitely mm-hmm, those. Mm-hmm. Me too, me too, uh, Renee. So I mean, other than those <laughs> two, I think the comeback in 2018 mm-hmm. when they were 20 to zero. Yeah, oh, yeah that's the one-legged one. Like one-legged yes. runners. Yes, we yep. we were all obviously like. Fuck, so like many good ones. Like that one stunned everyone. I don't know. I if, love that I one. You ain't. I ain't gonna lie. That's like that, that one was down to, like down to the wire. And that one, oof, my blood pressure that day <laughs> through the roof, but came out with a win. And that was like I, Rogers just. He's a bad man. Like he just popped off. Dude, there. I couldn't even. I can't even express to you how much I was like when he came back out, and I was like, I mean, I wasn't even sitting down. I wasn't sitting down at all. Not from that point on at all. And my, I like, I pro. I think I hurt myself at one point. I, cried. I, I hurt my, <clears throat> I hurt my arm or my shoulder or something. Yeah, I hurt myself in that game. I've done that a couple games. I definitely cried. <laughs> I've cried. I've cried tears i i cried at some i actually did i had tears a little bit in the Colts game just because i was like no like no i thought we were gonna win and we just lost i think it's because i got so excited because of what happened mm. and my emotions went really high because i was like oh my god we have mm. a chance hold and my really god low. and then that happened <laughs> like sudden it was suddenly from holy shit oh Fuck no! That God bless America. I believe can't believe that just happened. Exactly. So I had a really wide race, range of emotions that day. It was a really crazy day, but mm-hmm. I I got over mm-hmm. it quickly after I realized, you know, when you look at the game because we didn't. It wasn't a Bucks game. We didn't die in that game. You know, we we really fought to try, you know, and it was just a silly, unfortunate, untimely mistake. I mean, by the same guy who got us the extra chance. You know, it's just like. Are you serious? You know, but yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, uh, I I can't. Uh, I don't have an answer to that question because you guys answered all the ones that I thought of. <laughs> Raji would have been the first one. The second mm-hmm. one was the one legged game. That is one of my most favorite. <laughs> They're all those are all yeah, hell yeah, yeah hell yeah. Sure. There's ton. Tier. There's tons of them. I mean, I've been watching them for a while. There's so many different things to look back. All the ones we win. All the game, right? Exactly. All Duh. the games where we whoop their ass, and especially when we whoop their ass at their field. I love it. Oh, uh, it's it's amazing. It's, uh, it feels so good. Amazing. Glorious. Um. So we do have a couple more questions. One has been um asked a couple times, but maybe I'm just going to ask it again because maybe it's changed. Um, the question is from Fantasy Football Nerd, I believe, on Twitter. And he mm-hmm. says, 
who is going to be the clear number two receiver behind Adams? Who's going first? Um, Renee? I, okay. I actually had this conversation with my brother and dad today. Um, mm-hmm. But if Lazard stays healthy, he is, to me, wide receiver too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, we I love, love him there, yes. honestly. I love him. But yes. I do. But I think consistently consistency is key when becoming a wide receiver one and two and i think lazard is more consistent Mm. jamie you know like right off the bat i was like yeah hell yeah lazard you know but i don't know maybe mvs starts turning i'm honestly i literally became an mvs fan especially when when everybody like goes against a player (laughs) me too just become their stand i just this is how i am and um, I wouldn't be, quo. I mean, if you saw this last game, he, uh, MVS was targeting more than Lazard was. Uh, Lazard had like two receptions, mm-hmm. I believe. Maybe I didn't see any other one, but two. So if he's, maybe he was like, maybe he threw the ball like to test him to see like if he's back. But this game, it looked like MVS was um, Aaron's number two. So I think Aaron may favor, I mean, I can't speak for him, but it just kind of seemed like he favored Well, maybe you're, maybe you're right. Um, maybe he's testing him. Who knows? But I would say Lazar, but let's see how, how well, like how in the next coming games that he, he needs to get back into the groove, you know, and all that stuff, you know, from being out of injury. So we'll see. Like, I feel the battle between MVS and, and Lazard. If MVS doesn't improve and doesn't show more consistency, then I would I'll definitely say Lazard. But if MVS starts to improve and, you know, he's more like the big thing that we were talking about is just the thing about Lazard is like he's high, not Lazard. MVS, he's high risk, high reward. So he's risky, but like when he like produces, he produces. And he, he was pretty clutch for us this last game. Last you know, few games. The, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's been just clutch. Like he's, he's, I think we do finally have a deep threat. He, we just need more consistency mm-hmm. from him. And I don't know what he needs to do to do that, but I feel like he's starting to trend up a little. So Lazard for sure. I think it's about it between them two, but I would definitely, if I had to like a gun to my head, I would say Lazard. Patty? Lazard. Um, he's a possession type of player, which is going to give him more opportunities. But I'm going to say I agree with Jamie with when you slap a guy down, you can't help but want to jump on his back and pick him up. Um, mm-hmm. In this game with the Bears, they just lost their safety which a safety is the guy who's going to cover the deep ball. Let's see how many times Aaron and MVS exploit that. Mm. I, I can't wait. So while well, I'm feeding my stuff in my face over here, <laughs> I didn't expect her to end so quickly. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> just because I talk a lot doesn't mean everyone will. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, to add on to MVS, there's one category that people just aren't giving him credit for, and that's blocking. I yes, saw him doing yes. it in the Great in the point. passing mm-hmm. game and in the Very running good. game, and he did really, really good. And yeah. I mean, he had his hands in the right position. He wasn't nice. holding. He was blocking mm-hmm. really, really well, and mm-hmm. he just doesn't get credit for that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And that's something that we saw last year a lot from all of our receivers was the great blocking that they provided. And I wouldn't say, I'm not sure that's like super like 
prominent this year, but he definitely has to get some sort of credit for that as well. well I mean, like well, looking at looking at the Bucks game, the person who did a really uh, Bucks and this kind of the season when he's in is um, Adams. He he kind of goes when he's frankly the times almost he's not targeted or gets the ball, he's blocking. <laughs> if you watch him, mm-hmm. he's usually on like. He's usually next. He's usually in between the wide out receiver and the hash mark. And if you watch that, he is blocked. If they are watching, okay. If you're an offensive guy, right, and you should have first of all, you should always have your eyes on Aaron Rodgers when you're. You should know your route, run your route, turn around, whatever it is. Have your eyes on the ball, Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, sometimes I think that they just catch it, and it's just because Aaron Rodgers is so fucking precise that they just know if I put my arms out, that ball's going to drop right in my, you know, right in my pocket, right there. But if you're a receiver out there, and not that they should be tackling all that much because we don't want them to get hurt and stuff like that, but as soon as somebody else grabs that ball, you are no longer a wide receiver. It is your job to make that guy get to that end zone. So now you become his mm-hmm. protection from whoever's coming around him, sort of. And yes, they need to be careful that you know can result in bad things and usually those are smaller guys you don't want to be trying to jump on no defenders and stuff like that or run in front of them because you basically run your ass over but okay you can jump and hug them you know hug them pull them bump them whatever you got to do you know you still you you are no longer a wide receiver you're no longer an offense now you're a defense guy because you want the same you want the ball in the end zone just like everybody else and i've seen aaron Rodgers block for people so when I mean, let's just be real. That's that's what they do. He's like, oh, <laughs> my my time to shine because I'm right here. Why not? Or he could stand back and be like, well, exactly. why? I'm the quarterback. I should know. He was like, oh, I want my ball to get to the end zone. You get the hell out of the way. You know, so. Move, bitch. Move, bitch. Um, so I'm, that, those are really good questions. But I'm going to go on to the, the, uh, the last thing we want to talk about is it is Bears week. So it's like um, I'm excited excited um what are the things that we need to be on the lookout for in this game um it is at lambo and i believe it's a night game so 7 20 central time Prime time. Mm-hmm. um it's at lambo obviously we're not going to have fans so is that going to be a factor type of thing and but hopefully they allow them to have people or hyping them up because that Family members, I believe. That's they need something against this. I mean, obviously, that's just I don't know yeah. for I, I, something, anyways. So that that'll be great. It's going to be a great game. It always is. It's a rival game. Um, what are some of the things that we want to be on the lookout for? And then you're hoping that they adjust to make the difference. You know, like as far as Bears threats versus ours. Like, what's going to be? What do we need to? Ah, what, what? I'm like excited. I'm so excited right now. Um, so excited. Um, (laughs) sorry, Jamie. I'm sorry. Basically, what are (laughs) Bears week, lady? We're playing the Bears. So, what do we got to be on the lookout from the Bears and from us? What do we? What do we be on the lookout for? Okay, I thought we were still answering questions because you were twittering Um, while I was saying that we were done answering questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I was uh, making sure people <laughs> stay tuned for our recording episode. Um, things to look forward to uh, in the Bears game. So we were I was asking earlier today on Twitter, so many things. I don't even know where to start. But um, I was asking, like, who the hell is going to play quarterback for them? But apparently the rumor is it's Mitch mm-hmm. Trubisky. 
Okay, follow up question for you ladies. Who do you prefer, Nick or Mitch? I, I don't I don't think either one of them Mitch. are any good against us, but I mean that's just That's good. We'll let we'll take it. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't and, and I was watching some an episode of uh, Gimo Wisconsin Open Book and they were I think it was Jen that said, um, she said, it doesn't matter who like plays the quarterback. We should probably be worried about who's going to run running back for them. And I heard Montgomery is going to come back. And um, I forgot who else is there. So we should definitely figure out. Yeah, but if Mitch is uh, there, Mitch might be running throw, against so. us. He does like to throw. This is true. Um, so what I think that the, the defense just needs to freaking rush Mitch yep. Trubisky. Yes. Rush the hell out of him. Blitz the hell out of him. Get some sacks. Get him pressure so he can throw off and get freaking. <laughs> I I will be so upset if we don't get any picks off this man. Either way, whoever plays, We're gonna like, pick six. there's no excuse for our defense not to create some turnovers. Do you know what I mean? So yes. I definitely would love that. Multiple. I would say I expect it from Multiple. them, but I yes. would love that. Multiple, there is literally no excuse for us to get those. And I feel like I'm gonna I'm not even gonna say it because then I feel like I'm gonna say it. But anyways, um I don't look forward to their defense. I, I said it before in another podcast. I feel like their defense is legit and I wouldn't sleep on them. It's definitely Khalil Mack. I just don't want another butt fumble. Not a butt fumble, that's that's a different game game i don't want another butt tackle from freaking khalil mack to aaron Rodgers. so hopefully the line stays strong against his dumb ass and <laughs> and yeah that's pretty much it like i it doesn't matter who's the quarterback we gotta watch out for the defense they still because I, I i really think that they're legit um i was wondering whether i should start robin robinson but i think that jr should keep him pretty locked up unless Penn decides to freaking have Preston Smith or <laughs> oh my gosh. play cornerback for him. <laughs> so I don't know what defense we're going to freaking get. Honestly, I don't trust Penn. I don't know what's going to happen. Jinx but I feel like our offense. I don't trust it. Penn. Our offense should. Yeah, I just don't. But it. our offense should. It should be a, it should be a fun game. Honestly, I can't wait. It's Divisional games are always intense. I don't – we should not sleep on the Bears. If we could barely keep up with a 1-7 team, oh, the Bears don't. aren't – I just don't think that we should sleep on That's what I'm saying. I don't think we should sleep on this on this team. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be fun and intense oh, yeah, game. Sure. The division yeah, rivals always yeah. play harder. Just It's just they always yeah. play hard. I just always 100%. feel like it's going to be a great, fun game. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Renee? So, I think – um, for the biggest thing is for the Packers to have uh, defensively, they have to really uh, capitalize on turnovers, mm-hmm. I think, because that will really set the pace for their play. And then, um, again, uh, whoever the quarterback is, I'm assuming Trubisky, um, every, it's always it's 50-50 up there, Foles or Trubisky. I don't – Lord only knows. But either way um, – mm-hmm. Both of those, if you collapse on that pocket, they're going to fuck right. up. And with that, I think as long as like the secondary, if they're watching the player and the ball at the same time, they're like especially Jair um, and Amos, they're really I think they'll be able to capitalize on turnovers. And offensively, if the uh, the line can hold and give Rogers at least um, this a similar amount of time to our first four games in the back, 
and he can make his plays and we do the the short the, the passes down the middle and the people can hold on to that damn ball mm-hmm. that will really help that will really capitalize and re- I really do think it'll bring out the win I know it's going to be a tough game it's going to be hard and it's going to be aggressive but I think if both if we if the Packers players aren't standing up straight like they were with the Bucks game and they are aggressive and they really and offensively they use they really diversify with all their weapons and they really like throw them off they do different runs and different passes and stuff like that I really think that it'll be a It'll be a win, and if we don't win, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, so we not. will riot because then, I, then I will riot. start like. Then I'll, I'll start. riot for myself. Riot! I'll riot against yeah. myself. Riot! Then I'll start being what the and hell. And of course, um, last but not least, Patty. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go in different areas. I'm gonna start with special teams. Um, yeah. Because in order for us to win, one of the biggest problems we've had is we're not clicking in all three categories. So special teams, we got to stop Cordell Patterson. That guy's unbelievable. Get Irvin back there. Um, yep. And Irvin returning, um, I'm surprised that Shepard's not cut, but we'll see. <laughs> and. So I want to see us being able to return the ball or else, you know, if it's close to the line, let it go back there. Get the ball at the 25, not the five. Um, (laughs) Stupid things like that. On defense, we've got to watch out for one of the things that the Bears do that's so good is they punch the ball all the time. Watch them. Every Mm. one of their players, whoever has the ball, they're punching at it. Mm. They're not just – diving their bodies. They're punching the ball and it, it creates a lot of turnovers for them. So us holding on to the ball is something we got to do. Of course, I'm going to say free Aaron Jones because that's what I want to see. And then defensively, could we please just do something? Maybe send a safety <laughs> blitz once in a while or be creative and I'm just something tired different. of watching the same blah, <laughs> you know, be creative. But I would love to see Adrian Amos come in on a couple of safety blitzes. Ooh, love a former bears. Uh, always. A, a, mm-hmm. I want another, I want to, I want to pick from him. That'd be really, that's yes. amazing. That would, would be amazing. the icing on the cake. Amazing. That would be like the icing of the cake for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, if 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 I'm talking about it, you guys, all of you guys made really great points, and that really says all the things that I think about. We've we've talked about all the things that are going to matter. The be- beating the Bears is a big deal for two reasons: one, because fuck the Bears, and two, because they're a division mm-hmm. rival. We always want to have the better conference or the better record. You know what I'm saying? We want to stay up at the top. Yep. And that because that's where we fucking belong. So we need to keep them down where they're at. You know what I mean? And and that's going to give us uh, an advantage. We're going – this is a big deal. Like, even if this game is not really a deciding game, it's a big deal. Because it, it gives yeah. you a lot of – it get, does give you a lot of perspective on our team versus playoff teams and, and whatnot. And I'll be honest, I don't think the Bears are a playoff team. Offensively, I think they're really drab. 
Um, their defense yep. is okay, but I haven't watched enough to say whether they're really good or bad. I've watched a little bit, and I mean, obviously, the, the Khalil Mack, obviously, you know, people that are up front, but they, how how many times are we going to talk about Khalil Mack? Let's, are there other names? Because according to Adam Rosen, who's a Bears fan, but he's one of all of our friends, I'm sure all of you know who he is, um, great guy. He wants yep. to be a sports analyzer, a sport analyzer. Well, same thing, analyst. Um, he actually, he was like, "You guys are gonna go eight and three next week." I was like, "Dude, don't you know? Don't be that guy. You know, don't don't say that your team's gonna lose out. You know, don't be like that." And he's like, "Well, if I'm being a realist and blah blah blah," and he said, "Their biggest fear is." Aaron Rodgers is pissed off because he lost the game. I don't really think Aaron Rodgers is pissed, but I know he don't like you guys, so he's coming in to whoop your ass. So your defense better be ready for that shit, and his offense has to be ready for it. But he says that the defense isn't as good as people keep saying they are. You know, and this is coming from the guy who's that's that's his team. So I don't know, and I haven't watched enough to agree or disagree with him. I was like, well, I've heard that they're better. He's like, yeah, but that's a lot of times from outsiders. He goes, I'm telling you, I watch the games. Obviously he's a fan. He goes, my, that defense is not all it's cracked up to be. And, but again, whether that matters or not, because it's against the bears, it's a huge rivalry ever, ever since forever and ever and ever. So that makes it tough. It's a division rival. We're in Lambo. We have no fans. Things are different. We and and Jamie nailed it when she said she don't trust. But I don't trust Petten. I don't trust him. No. And I don't trust no. him to do the right thing, even against a really soft ass offense like the Bears. And they're soft because it, for the love of, for the love that of all that is holy. What the fuck is it with them? They have so. Have you guys ever looked at how many quarterbacks they've had? Seriously. So many. And and so many. all trash. So many. Really and honestly. Yep. Like, well, well, I just hope that I don't the know. linebackers being so far back, being so far back, I feel like Penton, he always thinks like, oh, they're just always going to continue to throw. Like, I, I don't know if as anyone noticed, but uh, the NFL has gotten a little more run heavy. I mean, like the pass is still there, but that's what your quarterback <laughs> safety and secondary is for. The linebackers are their job. Their first job is the run. First job. Yeah, so first job. That's, I mean, looking at that, I mean, I guess Trubisky is not, he's not really a running quarterback. Like uh, Garoppolo, he's a runner. Like he likes to pass and and have him run. Mitch tries to, Mitch tries to to be Mitch and he wants to throw because he gets, he he does make them. I've seen him making some pretty good throws if you're going to compliment a Bears quarterback, you know, but. Yeah, I know, you know, and he he tries to run and he makes him run. He makes efforts, but his efforts or, well, I also asked this question, are your efforts only as good as your offense? I mean, what if you're a spectacular quarterback, but your offense is shit? So then you still look like trash. So he's a mediocre quarterback with a trash offense that makes him look like trash. Trash is trash, man. So, I mean, (laughs) to answer your other question. Oh, I was just... Akeem Hicks, do you know who he is? Because that man's Mm -hmm. an immovable object in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) And then I have one question for you all, because I didn't hear anybody say Mm -hmm. it. Jimmy Graham? 
Oh, well, I wasn't I bringing him up that. because every time <sighs> I bring my him mind up, blocks him out. Honestly, I forgot about every time him. I bring him up. So I wasn't even going to bring him up. Yeah, but I wanted to throw my out this statistic, you guys. The Bears have had 84 quarterbacks <laughs> um, in their in their um, franchise. The Packers have had 46. Wow. And we've had a lot of bad ones. Well, I'm not saying we had all, but we've had, obviously, we are blessed to have some of the greatest oh, in yeah. our franchise. 84 quarterbacks, yeah. and I'll bet you the best ones were probably Jim McMahon and Jay Cutler. Yeah. No, well, yeah. Uh, I mean. At least in modern time, 100%. So. Ish. Yeah. It's it's insane. Their offense is, is just I don't know if it's a quarterback or if it's the offense, but that whole side of the ball in that team is is garbage. So the, I guess that's one benefit to us, right, is that their offense is so bad and our defense is mediocre. So we're going against a I don't know what kind of defense because I can't really comment. Jamie seems to think they're pretty good, and honestly it doesn't matter because at any time, any game, momentum, energy, injuries uh, – Everything, everything counts differently. That's why it's so hard to pick a game. You know, where were they at? Where were they playing? Who was out? Who, uh, what's, you know, I mean, it's all different every fucking game. There's not a whole lot of consistency anyways, because it's a game of humans playing football. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they're all getting paid to do one thing and they all want to, um, win. Everybody wants to win. That's what you're out there to do. You Mm -hmm. want to win and you want to win that game. Right now, and of course, everybody loves to beat the Packers. Why? Because we're fabulous, motherfucker, and they like to say it when it happens. So, we're their Super Bowl. For real. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, um, ladies, I really appreciate everybody joining. I know it was a little bit of a short notice, and Renee and Jamie and Patty, thank you for. I mean, that was amazing. Like how you the the breakdown of looking at the games, and we should do more of those. Like break down certain games versus other games, um, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and, and talk about that more. Because I think that that brought out a lot of topics and a lot of uh, things that other, you know, we're like, oh, shit, that's right. Or, you know, all these things that we may not think about, which stems off into all kinds of goodies. So, but I really appreciate all your time. And as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go. Pack, go. go.